You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. Commissioner Greg Sankey issues a statement announcing Texas and Oklahoma have officially requested to join the SEC. We'll discuss that. More on the latest with Oklahoma and Texas coming to the SEC. We'll hear from Brett McMurphy of the Stadium Network. And we'll go around the conference with tons of recruiting news as well. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast or get the latest episode of this show as soon as it comes out each and every day, five days a week. Quick reminder, NBA draft coming up Thursday night. The draft goat, Chad Ford, Locked on NBA draft host, Raphael Barlow, and Locked on NBA host, John Corrales. They will both be live this year covering the NBA draft with Chad Ford. It is Locked on NBA Draft 2021. Brought to you by Bilt Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick and watch our live coverage. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube on July 29th, 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern. Check that out. All right, let's jump into it. we got a lot to cover. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handle. What a catch! Around the conference. So yesterday, both Texas and Oklahoma officially requested to join the SEC. In reaction to that news, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey issued a statement. He said, while the SEC has not proactively sought new members, we will pursue significant change when there is a clear consensus among our members that such actions will further enrich the experiences of our student-athletes and lead to greater academic and athletic achievement across our schools. Presidents and chancellors of the SEC will consider these requests in the near future. Per the bylaws of the SEC, a vote of at least three-fourths of the SEC's 14 members is required to extend an invitation for membership. The 14 SEC presidents are set to meet on Thursday to vote on whether to add Texas and Oklahoma to the league. Texas and Oklahoma will require 11 votes to join the SEC. And all signs point to them getting it. This is very exciting, folks. This is happening Unbelievable. On Tuesday during a Habitat for Humanity workday, Alabama football coach Nick Saban kind of held back from weighing in on the potential uh, realignment. He said, quote, I don't really know enough about it. I know that the conference commissioner and the people that are above me administratively and organizationally, the college presidents or whatever, need to make decisions like this as to how it benefits our conference and how it affects college football as a whole. I don't really know that I have an answer to that. So we'll put Nick Saban down as a maybe. Meanwhile, over at Florida, it's official. Florida and UCF are going to face each other in Gainesville and Orlando in the years to come. The long-awaited series been going back and forth. UCF turned down Florida's offer to play two games in Gainesville for one game in Orlando in previous years. But with new administration at UCF, it is going to happen. The first game in the three-game series will be set for 2024 in Gainesville. They will have a showdown in Orlando in 2030 and then a return match in the swamp in 2033. In SEC recruiting news, Kentucky, they were looking to add some speed to their offense for the 2022 class. They just picked up three-star athlete Jordan Anthony, who announced his commitment to the Wildcats. He is the Mississippi record holder in the 100-meter dash and the Nike Outdoor National Champion in the event. Anthony is the number 44 athlete in the 2022 class. Number 15 overall recruit from the state of Mississippi. Kentucky now has 12 players in their class, currently ranking number 32 in the country. Alabama, they added a three-star in-state wide receiver named Kobe Prentice. 5'10", 170 pounds. He is the number 73 
receiver in the class of 2022. Alabama now has 13 players in their class prior to Prentice's commitment, the class ranked number five in the nation. And looking down the road to the 2023 class, a lot of the nation's top high school tight ends are looking at Florida after Kyle Pitts just went top five in the NFL draft. On Tuesday, Florida coach Dan Mullen picked up a commitment from maybe their next great Gator tight end, four-star 2023 tight end Mac Markway. Announced on Twitter he is committed to the Gators. He is a native of St. Louis, Missouri. He's the number four tight end in the 2023 class, number three overall recruit from the state of Missouri. Markway is the first player in Florida's 2023 class so far. When the 2021 MLB draft took place earlier this month, it was a little bit of a surprise to see Vanderbilt pitcher Kumar Rocker fall to the New York Mets with the number 10 overall pick. And according to Mets insider Anthony DeComo, Rocker is dealing with an elbow issue and is causing a delay in his signing. Remember, he wanted to still be paid very highly despite falling to pick number 10. Per DeComo, the Mets only have four days left to agree to a deal as DeComo notes, if the Mets don't sign him, they will forfeit the pick and Rocker would be free to return to Vanderbilt for his senior season. So these next few days will be very important for Rocker and the Mets. Former LSU tight end, now Georgia wide receiver Eric Gilbert talking with the media and John Smith on Twitter tweets out, how in the heck do you pronounce the name? Is it Eric? Is it Eric? Clear it up for us, sir. Hey, my name is Eric Gilbert. That's it. I don't be saying it like that usually. Though. How, no, no. How, do you, how, is it, how is it pronounced? It's pronounced Eric, but I usually say Eric because everybody else says that. Hey, my name is Eric Gilbert, and I go to Marriott High School. So it's Eric, I guess. Although he said he'll go with Eric, so pronounce it how you want, folks. Uh, lastly, Arch Manning, we mentioned this week, visiting Ole Miss, and he had a little bit of troll with the in-state school on Twitter. At Sippy Boomhauer tweeted out a video. Take a listen. Here I am with uh, Arch Manning. He's fixed to let us know where he decided to go to school. Uh, Arch, what does it look like in two years? I think I've uh, decided I'm 100% going to Mississippi State. That's right. So Arch Manning having some fun, saying he's committing to rival Mississippi State. Obviously, he was smiling in the video. It's clear Arch Manning just having a little fun. Uncle Eli, Eli Manning, he took to Twitter to make sure everybody knew it was fake news. Tweeting out, this is the definition of fake news. Arch getting ready for his junior year of high school. Still has plenty of time to make his decision. And there you go. That is around the conference. When we return, we're going to get more into the Oklahoma-Texas discussion with Brett McMurphy of the Stadium Network. That's next. Bet online still the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action, baseball season in full swing. You could track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, whatever it is. Before the next game, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and get all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest info. And a reminder. If you head to their website now, use your mobile device, you sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus. That's 50% when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use that. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's your chance to get in on the action. Go to Bet Online. They are your online sportsbook experts.
One of the best out there covering all things college football. Brett McMurphy, you know him for years over at ESPN, appearing on all their shows across their network. And now, been spending some time the last couple of years working for Stadium Network. Does a fantastic job covering all things college football. And he caught up with our buddy Sean Salisbury on uh, Houston's Sports Talk 790 this week, talking about the Oklahoma and Texas moves. Here's a little bit of our conversation with Brett McMurphy. Brett, how different will the college football world look five years from now with all these changes going on? You're going to have a 16-team SEC. You may have 16 in the Big Ten. You may have 15 in the ACC. Pac-12 could grow. Um, we have a 12-team playoff. I don't think there's going to be an NCAA anymore. Um, so, yeah, just, just a few little subtle changes, but it's going to look totally different, no question. How long have the conversations with Oklahoma and Texas and the SEC been going on? That's a great question. Uh, sources have told me that um, Oklahoma and Texas initially reached out to the SEC in December to kind of kick the tires to get an idea if the SEC would have any interest in adding the two schools. I was told that basically Oklahoma and Texas were in lockstep at that point that they had made the decision they were going to leave the league, and now they wanted to see if they could get into the SEC, which was their top option. Obviously, those talks continued and got to the point where now, uh, probably will happen this week, they will officially um, ask for to be added as a member, and they will then be added as a member and then figure out when they're going to join the league. However, if they went to the SEC in December, certainly they were having conversations between them. Texas and OU were having these conversations, I would say, probably for a year. This isn't something you do off the top of, the, top of your head. This isn't a snap decision. This is a, a decision that will impact your university and your athletic department for the next 20 or next 50 years. So I would say that I would guess they probably had these conversations for a year before they went to the SEC. Obviously, we won't know until we have a chance to ask um, officials from both schools, but I'm guessing they're not going to <laughs> reveal that information um, for legal reasons. But if you ask me, I know for certain they talked to the SEC in December. I would say they probably have been discussing the potential to leave the Big 12 for probably a year before that. Right. Obviously, this is a much tougher road for both teams coming to the SEC. Is this move just strictly about money, not so much trying to win a championship? Um, yes, 100% about money. I mean, the only reason you add teams to your conference is if they can add more money per team to that conference. Certainly adding Oklahoma and Texas adds more money to the SEC per team. Oklahoma and Texas were making about uh, $30 million, maybe up to $40 million, um, per year in media rights from the Big 12. Going to the SEC which is, you know, they're, they're not going to be affiliated with CBS anymore. All their games will be exclusively on ESPN. You know, they could be upwards to, you know, 50, maybe $60 million per year per school in the SEC. Um, so that's why they made the move. Um, and look, I'm an Oklahoma State grad. I hate this for what it means to my, my alma mater and for the future of the Big 12. But I also don't blame Oklahoma and Texas or the SEC. You know, I thought for a long time, and I know a lot of other people have, probably yourself too, that at some point we were going to get to these 16-team super conferences. If you think that's going to happen, whether it's going to happen tomorrow or 10 years from now, 
do you want to be the first conference to get to 16 and you get the top two picks? Or do you want to be the last conference to 16 and then your options don't look so great? What does this move mean for the future of the Big 12 now? Well, they've got eight members left, so maybe they need to bring break out those retro Big 8 logos. Um, <laughs> honestly, they have, they have no say in what's going to happen. It's, it's as simple. Does the Big 10 decide to stay at 14? Does the ACC decide to add another member? Does the Pac-12 decide to add any members? If all of those other three power conferences stay pat, they don't add any additional members from the Big 12, then the Big 12 will, will survive. They'll have eight members remaining. Then they can decide, do they want to go get a Houston? Do they want to go get a Cincinnati? Do they want to get a BYU? Whoever, whatever group of five programs out there. That's a decision they have to make. However, they don't, you know, the cliche, they don't control their own fate. They don't control their own destiny. If the Big Ten decides they want to expand and go to 16, well, Kansas and Iowa State or AAU universities, that's a very prestigious academic stature that the Big Ten covets and actually requires to be a member. So they would probably look at those schools. And, yeah, I know we could talk about how bad Kansas is in football, but they look at other things. The ACC, West Virginia would be a perfect fit for the ACC as far as geography. You can rekindle the backyard brawl with Pittsburgh and some of the other uh, rivalries they had with Virginia Tech and Syracuse in the ACC. That would make sense. Does the Pac-12 feel the need to get to 16? Are they afraid they're going to get left out? Well, do they take the remaining three Texas schools or maybe look at Houston and Oklahoma State to get to 16? All All those questions are being talked about right now. And ultimately, all of those conferences are talking to their TV consultants. And you know what? They're going directly to ESPN. They're going directly right. to Fox. And they're saying, look, this is what we make is a current 12 or 14 team conference. Now, if we had school A and school B, will we make more per school with those two additional members or four additional members? Then they take that information back to the university presidents. And they simply decide, okay, we're going to make less, we're going to make more in these different formats. So how important is it for us to get up to 16 schools? There isn't a right or wrong answer, but those are the things these conferences are trying to figure out right now. And certainly it will make for some, uh, you know, if you're in the Big 12, it'll make for some scary moments over the next few months or next few years not knowing what your future is and that basically it's tied into these other leagues. If any of those teams from the Big 12 get an offer from any of the other power leagues, they can sit here and sing Kumbaya right now with the Big 12, but they're out the door faster than OU and Texas left to the SEC. More with Brett McMurphy right after this. Built Bar, still the best-tasting protein bar ever. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor. When you look at the nine delicious flavors, you know there is something for everybody. I always tell everybody, if you haven't tried them all yet, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. You got cherry, you got raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, something for everyone. The mint brownie is my favorite. Go check them out at Built.com. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy as well. Many of the flavors are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs. Great for a post-workout, great for a healthy alternative to a snack in the afternoon. Something better than snacking on cookies or ice cream or whatever you might be grabbing. A couple of the other flavors, a little bit more, even have 18 grams of protein packed in there. What are you waiting for? Go check them out, built.com. 
Use our promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continue our conversation, catching up with Brett McMurphy of the Stadium Network. Was able to catch up with him this week on the Sean Salisbury Show in Houston, Sports Talk 790. Here's more of our conversation with Brett. Brett, I have to think with Texas joining the SEC, we're, we're going to bring back the great rivalry game between Texas and Texas A&M starting with this move, right? Yeah, absolutely. The question is, is you know, will they be in the same division? They may have two eight-team divisions. Heck, they may have four 14 pods or whatever. That's irrelevant. They're going to play if they're in the same division, if they're in different divisions, it doesn't matter. They will play annually every year. That's not going to go away. Oklahoma and Texas will still play every year. Um, the SEC is a chance here to be really creative in what they do with their divisions. Do they do away the divisions? Do they just have pods? But I think most importantly, and I think the SEC will do this, is they will they will limit the number of annual rivalries within the conference. Now, obviously, A&M will play Texas. Um, Texas will play OU. Auburn will still play Alabama every year. But they're not going to load them up with three or four annual rivalry, annual opponents. So that way they can rotate everyone through the league so you'll have a chance to play everyone in the league at least maybe once every three or four years. So that's beneficial to the fan base. Obviously, for the players, you get a chance to play everybody in your league if you're there for three or four years. Um, so, yeah, they'll do that. So I wouldn't get hung up on if Texas and A&M are in the same division or the same pod. It's not going to matter. They're, they're going to start playing again. The only question is, will it be in 2022 or are we going to have to wait till 2025? With Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, did the schools talk to their coaches, Brett, like Steve Sarkeesian, Lincoln Riley? Did they talk to them about this move ahead of time? Um, specifically, I'm sure Texas did not did not talk to Sarkeesian. He just got there. Um, so, they're, you know, they're doing what's best for the university. Oklahoma's a little different situation. Joe Castiglione, their athletic director, has been there a long, long time. He hired Bob Stoops, uh, you know, um, Lon Kruger. He's had some great hires there. Uh, knowing his personality, he may have mentioned something to Lincoln. But, look, it, even if Lincoln, you know, said, no way and who I want to be in the SEC – they're going to make the move anyway because it's, it secures the university and the athletic department financially for the next 20 years, heck, for the next 50 years. And people have asked me, why would OU go to the SEC? If they stay in the Big 12, they win the Big 12 every year, they go to the playoff. Well, here's the reason why. We're going to a 12-team playoff. And, yeah, if you win the Big 12, you're in the playoff. But you know what? If you don't win the Big 12 and you lose two games, you may not get in the playoff. But if you're in the SEC – and you lose two games, and we've got a 12-team playoff, you still have the, the opportunity to get into the college football playoff because the SEC could have as many as four teams in a 12-team playoff. I mean, in the past seven years, I went back and looked at it. If we would have had a 12-team playoff in place, the SEC would have had four teams three years, and also, surprisingly, the Big Ten would have had four teams three years. So there's not the pressure that you have to win the league to get into the playoff. Certainly you want to win the league, but because of how strong your schedule is going to be, you can lose two games. Heck, you, we may even see a three-loss team. 
get in a large bid, and then you're in the playoffs. So I think that that um, played in the decision as well. But yeah, the coaches they have certainly they're not gonna they're not gonna make their decision based on a coach because quite frankly, that coach may not be there in a couple of years. Is it possible that a West Coast team could join? I don't know, like a Big Ten or an ACC conference. I mean, geographically, it just seems very odd. I, I think that that I mean, look, anything's possible. I mean, that's what we found out very quickly. Um, I don't think that's realistic, though. I mean, that's stretching it a little bit. Look, if I'm the Big Ten, if I'm the if I'm the Pac-12, what I do is I create a scheduling agreement between between the two conferences, where the Big Ten is guaranteed to play two teams from the Pac-12 every year. So what does that mean? That means you're guaranteed a trip out west every year, and you can now go recruit kids from California. Say, look, every year we're coming back to your backyard to play, and the same for the for the uh, West Coast schools. You can say, look, we can go recruit kids from Ohio, from Michigan, because we're going to be playing here, you know, once a year against somebody in your backyard. I think that would be more likely. But look, anything's possible at this point, and it depends on how important it is for the for the Pac-12 and the Big Ten to respond what the SEC did. And maybe they decide they want to go from 14 to 20 or to 24 and make some Super League and basically have a West Division and an East Division. Um, if you're asking me point blank, I think it's not likely, but it's not impossible. And again, the great Brett McMurphy of the Stadium Network. Brett, thanks for the time, man. Anytime. All right, that is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Remember to subscribe. Catch us five days a week talking all things SEC and college football and the like. And remember to subscribe. We'll talk to you guys Thursday and Friday. NBA draft coming up this week. A lot of SEC players expected to hear their names. Also, we're going to have a conversation with Tennessee defensive back Theo Jackson. You don't want to miss that. All coming later on this week right here on the Locked on SEC podcast and a quick reminder Thursday night NBA draft goat Chad Ford Raphael Barlow and John Corrales will be live for the NBA draft it is the locked on NBA draft 2020 run presented by Built Bar local expert analysis of each pick follow locked on NBA on YouTube and watch live coverage Thursday night 6 p.m. Central 7 Eastern that's gonna do it for me Chris Gordy talk to you guys tomorrow right here on locked on SEC